0: Hello, and welcome to One on One, a Door County Pulse interview series. I'm Andrew Clyden and I'm joined today by Carrie Baldwin. How's it going? Great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you for coming in and chatting with me on the podcast. So, Carrie, you were actually interviewed recently for the Pulse because you are going to be running in the Door County half marathon coming up next year, right? Correct. And you're you're doing something kind of special for this. This is your first half marathon. Yes. And you're running for a cause. Correct. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: In starting the Sue Baldwin Fund, which was in 2007, we have raised a lot of money for women or men. We've only had women applicants for breast cancer. And the fund was in honor of my mom's 10-year remission of breast cancer. She's now a two-time survivor and still kicking butt. Needless to say, there's been a high demand of women in Door County that have been affected by breast cancer. And the foundation that we have for Sue Fund is only used for Door County and Kiwani residents. This year alone, we had nine women apply. And that being said, it gave us a bigger push to raise more money. I've been an event planner in Door County for 21 years. And in that, the key to my success is planning events. However, the thought of planning another event to raise money for the Sue Fund other than the Pink Classic, which we do every year in June, seemed like a lot of work to try to do something as positive as the Pink Classic golf event. Therefore, one day I was talking with my friend, Deb Davis, and she said, I'm going to run for a cause. I'm going to run for the Sue Baldwin Fund. And I looked at her and I said, okay, I'll do it too. And that's when my mind was made up that If these women can go through everything that they're going through now, I actually just got done having lunch with my friend who is going in on Thursday for a double mastectomy. And I look at her and think the strength and what she is going through now versus what running slash walking 13.1 miles is it's nothing compared to what these women are doing. And to support them and show them that we're all rooting for them is what's most important to me.
0: And it like a natural fit for you. You love running, correct? No. No. Not so, at all. <laughs> uh, that, that's something that Miles had told me before you came in, that uh, that's kind of the, the one of the interesting parts about the story is that you are not a runner.
1: I am not a runner.
0: What do you think the longest you've ever ran at one time is?
1: Well, I can just tell you, it's three and a half miles.
0: And that's through your training for the half marathon?
1: Right now. Okay.
0: Yes. So three and a half miles, that's, what is that, a 2K? Or is that a full 5K?
1: That's I think it's more than a yeah, it's a five K. I think three and a half miles is a five K. Okay.
0: So you've done the full five K? Yes. It's more than I've done. I've done <laughs> I've done a two mile turkey trot and I won the turkey and I'll mention it every time I get on the podcast and, and it comes up. Well done. Uh, but I was also the only person in my age bracket. So that's okay. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> so you uh when did you start training for the half marathon?
1: I started the beginning of November, once I really Knew that this was a real thing and I was really going to do it. And I think that what drove me even more was, well, not only the fact that in the Peninsula Pulse, there's a full page ad or description of it, which was very surprising to me. But um, I think in asking other people, other friends, other people. Hey, I'm going to do the half marathon. Do you want to do it? And they're like, why would you ever do that? I'm like, I know exactly. But what if you ran for a cause? What if you ran for something versus then just to check it off your own bucket list? And so that's what's given me the drive to start training. And there's a crew of women who are out there, some working together, some doing it alone. In running this, I don't running slash walking. Some people are walking the whole thing, but everyone knows that they can finish. They can cross that finish line. But also, there's a group of us that meet up at Lot 5 at the park, and we run, walk, or just run. Depends on the day.
0: Is this the first time that the Sue Baldwin Fund has raised money in this way? Correct. And what are some of the other ways that that you've raised money before for the fund?
1: Really, the only other way that we've raised a significant amount of money was when we did the—every year we do the Pink Classic, which is a golf benefit that is we're so fortunate. It fills up every year. It's sold out every year. And so that generally takes place at the beginning of June. And we tend to raise anywhere between twenty-five to $40,000 in that. But that's generally our only fund of what we raise money in at that time.
0: So you're you're no stranger to raising money in a creative way, but doing it this way seems like a cool way. I mean, not only do you get to do the half marathon, which is a beautiful run. I mean, if you're going to run 13 miles, doing it through Peninsula State Park isn't the worst way to do it. Correct. Um, but, you know, you get to raise money for an important cause. And I think that that's, that's really cool.
1: It is. And I think also a lot of the people that I've run into and talked to about this and when they really process it and think about what it's for, I think it really gives them more drive. And I mean, the majority of the people doing this are women around my age, you know, when we've got younger kids and for them to see too, that we're training for this, that we want to make a difference, that we want our children to realize that this is a strength where that we want to be healthy, that we want to do this for other people. I think that's a, a big drive, at least for me personally is a big drive for our community, to know that our community gives back and that we are so blessed to be able to live in a place like this.
0: Right. Well, and Dork County really does have that atmosphere of getting together and contributing. When, when people are, are doing something for a cause up here, the community really comes out to support it. We've seen that in a lot of different ways with, you know, Go Bo and, and with your fund and, and that kind of stuff. So it, it really is a great community to do this type of work in. Um and, and I think it's great that you're able to kind of flex your creativity and, and raise money in some in some different ways.
1: Especially with the younger generation of women that are going through this. That mm-hmm. you know, in the in the um article that was in the pulse, for example, I'm in there with Tina and Tanya, two of my very dear close friends who are around my age group who have young children, such as myself, and the fact of what they're going through, which again, I think drives our community even stronger.
0: Maybe we should go back a little bit, too. Um, we kind of set everything up in the beginning with a little bit of a summary, but tell me a little bit more about the Sue Baldwin fun and, and, and the story there. I, I know that we we went over it a little bit, but your mom fought and won against cancer. Yes. And, and this was a way to help people who are struggling with the same thing.
1: Yeah, my mom is uh, actually in Minnesota, and that's where I'm originally from. And, that's where I'm from as well. Oh.
0: Yeah, I'm from St. Francis. So north of the city is about 40 minutes.
1: I'm Stillwater. Okay. And my mom has always been a big volunteer. I was raised that way to think that way to, and we were also sometimes a recipient of it as well. So in order to give back and really show my mom my, how proud I was of her and everything that she has done. And I said, well, I'm just going to do this little golf benefit and I'll just do this little thing and- We'll just raise some money and it'll go to anyone that needs it in Door County dealing with breast cancer. And that little thing turned into a huge thing. And um, now every, I mean, it's every year I have the most amazing board that works with us. And actually just this morning, I sent out an email to the board asking for funding for another $2,500 for a woman that just got diagnosed and is needing assistance with medical bills. And the board unanimously said yep absolutely cut the check cut the check so that's really where the Baldwin fund started was for me to just oh i'll come up with something and this will be good for our community never did i i ever foresee it being where it is today because i don't also don't think that i felt like there would be this much of a need in a small community such as ours sure. but nine women in in one year that have gone through this is a lot and when actually This was the first year, too, that one of the women that's going through it, she reached out to say thank you, because when you go into the hospital for your for your chemos and so forth, the cancer center has bags that are called Sue Baldwin Fun Bags. And we've got blankets and books and coffee mugs and um, water bottles and hats and all these great, wonderful things for people to comfort them while they're going through this. But then a woman had reached out and said, I am, you know, I'm in a good financially position of where I'm at but I just wanted to say thank you for what you're doing for the fund. And it was a wonderful feeling to know that even someone that is okay and doesn't need financial assistance still took the time to reach out and be grateful for what we're doing.
0: Right. So, Carrie, I want to take a break here, but before we do, you also do a bunch of work in the wedding industry up here, right?
1: I do. I do a lot of event planning.
0: Great. I want to talk about that when we come back, but I also want to ask you what you're doing to prepare for the half marathon and and kind of how you're feeling as the day is actually approaching. So uh, we'll take a quick break, and then when we get back, we'll jump into that. Wonderful. Grace, there is nothing that I love more than lighthouses and state parks. Oh my gosh, no way, me too. I just wish that there was, I don't know, some sort of way that I could capture my love for those things in a physical way that maybe I could put on the wall or something. Well, you are in luck, my friend. If you visit doorcountypulse.com slash shop, you can find exactly those items. You mean we actually put together a series of state park posters and an incredible collection of lighthouses all in one piece of artwork that you can buy online? That we did, Andrew. That we did. I didn't know that we had an online shop. What else can I get there? You can also buy some Pulse stickers, Door County Living stickers. You can subscribe to Door County Living or the Peninsula Pulse if you are not in Door County. You can buy our annual Door Wedding Guide, and you can also buy uh, Lighthouse postcards if you do not want the full poster but might want to add a little something-something in your gift package. I'm looking at the shop right Right now, and I just noticed that we have Peninsula Pulse hats with the dog logo and everything. Grace, I think I am sold. Where can I go to find all of this stuff one more time? com slash shop. Okay, we are back. So first off, what are you doing right now to prepare for the marathon coming up? A other lot of- than running. Other than <laughs> a lot of running.
1: A lot of mental preparation.
0: Okay, that's good. <laughs>
1: Actually, a a friend of mine, Lauren Bremer, who is also someone that's running this, she printed us a for everyone that's kind of we have one group email that's been out to everybody that's said that they want to be part of this. And daily it has kind of what you should do, whether it's cross training for 30 minutes, whether it's a four mile run, whether it's 35 minute run walk. So it's just slowly segueing into what will take place, I think, come January February March when things really get real and right. <laughs> running really long distances but the nice thing is is I love to get out to the park I have an amazing dog that runs with me and knowing that he gets out and gets to spend the day in fresh air too makes a big difference and all the the different people that I've been training with and some are we're all just keeping each other going it's right. it's kind of giving each other the drive to do it and like I said too is we're all just getting healthier I think Miles Danhausen once said no one ever was upset when they got done running.
0: Right. You attributed that to him like he was a great author. And like the way you said that, I was like, yes, Miles Danhausen once said.
1: Uh, Okay, maybe I take it back. (laughs)
0: Miles Danhausen once said, you know, when I worked at Husby's, you can just fill in the link after that.
1: Yes, that is the blank right after that. When I knew Miles when he worked at Husby's, yep, he once said.
0: Yeah, it, those are the two things that you can always count on Miles for on the podcast. Is a Husby <laughs> story or a uh, coaching high school go. athletic story? Um, <laughs> Having a support system like that is is really great. Um, we just had Lauren on the podcast last week, actually, to talk about Right On. Oh, so uh, I just it,
1: helped her with an event at Ride right On for the when Michael Perry was in town. Yeah. Yep.
0: So it, it's great to have that support system uh, and especially to have your dog going out with you. That probably keeps you pretty motivated.
1: Yes, it does. Because every morning he sits there and stares at me like, what are we doing today? Where are we going today?
0: Now, are you planning on continuing the training through the winter and getting out to the park, you know, in the snow?
1: As long as weather allows, absolutely. I do have a treadmill at home that I took out the power washer and got that all cleaned off and she's up and running. So it's nice that I have that flexibility. Of course, I love being with other people and then we push each other to be there, you know, meet at eight o'clock. And if you're not there... You're gonna hear it from one of us, but you know it's a great support system. It's an amazing group of people.
0: The half marathon is. 14.1 14.1 miles 13.1 13.1 so I don't scare me
1: I asked bunch. well here's <laughs> here's the thing
0: I asked a bunch of people at the half marathon last year how they prepared right uh-huh. and so many of them said well over the weekend I just ran you know 12 miles or I ran 11 miles and I'm like why didn't you run 13 you're just gonna wing the last mile do you have a strategy for how you're gonna slowly get up to the the final amount
1: Yes and no. I mean, slowly but surely, apparently, you know, I I actually have done some reading, which anyone that knows me knows that I not a big I don't like to run and I don't like to read. And now you're doing both. And now I'm doing both. Exactly. But about that, you can increase you're supposed to increase your distance by 10 percent each week. Hmm. So if I'm running two miles, obviously I'm going to run two point two miles. But I honestly, my goal is to finish. And it's. I'm not going for speed. I'm not going for time. I'm going for a group of hopefully more than 30 people that will be running in Sue Baldwin Fund logo running shirts and that we're all going to cross the finish line at different times, but all be there for one cause. Right.
0: And if you do want to cross sooner, there are some pretty cool shortcuts that you can take at the park.
1: Someone asked me that if I knew how to no- navigate the park really well. And yeah, I I said, you
0: could just take a shortcut. I
1: can't do that.
0: No. <laughs> there, there are definitely, there's one part. Maybe two miles in where you can just cut straight across to the finish line. Um, you really got to time it well, though, because if you're too quick, people are going to know. Not that I'm advocating cheating <laughs> in, in our own event or anything like that. Uh, but
1: right. you know. I, I don't know. I don't think I could sponsor somebody if I knew that they cheated.
0: Well, it <laughs> depends on how much you're sponsoring them for. If you're sure. like, if you get first place, then you know, I'm going to get first place.
1: I'll double it. Right. Right. That's a whole other ballgame then.
0: So the last thing that I want to talk about, too, we we'd kind of mentioned it. You you do a lot of wedding planning up here. I do. And the wedding industry is kind of exploding up in Door County. How long have you been doing it?
1: I've been a wedding planner. I started Door County Event Planners um, in 1998.
0: Okay, so you've seen a pretty good amount of time in terms of things. Is it, is it bigger now than it's ever been, or is that yes. just something that I'm noticing?
1: From no, it time? is. It's gotten a lot bigger, and I think that the the reason of it is... is is kind of why do you think everyone wants to move to Door County and, and be here and raise our family? And it's not a fast pace location. It's a destination wedding without breaking the bank and going right. to Hawaii and everyone having to get on planes, even though I've done weddings from clients from Australia, Hong Kong, New Zealand, all over the globe. But I think it's people want to spend a weekend. They want to make that time. They want to take that time and slow down and knowing that you're bringing your guests to a location where we don't have stoplights, where there's no, you get to see the stars at night. And I think that that is also why I love being a wedding planner up here is that it's the weddings that I'm fortunate enough to be a part of are not stressful because I have conversations with people before I will send out a contract because I love my job. I love our County. I love our community and we all have to work together to support that. And it's very important that the individuals coming into Choosedoor County are realizing this isn't a Beverly Hills, that we are a tight knit community and being local and supporting local is really important.
0: Right. Well, and you, you do have those really great scenic vistas, too, and backdrops for things. There's Absolutely. a lot of really wonderful venues up here to get married at, but there's also incredible sights to see. There's so much coastlines. So you can get out by the water. Me and my wife got married up here in 2016. So we, we did the same thing. We made it in a like a whole weekend long. It was a destination wedding for my family and for Victoria's extended family. Everybody came up and they spent the whole weekend and we did the, the fish boil and we did the reception and we uh, were able to do our like cocktail time or cocktail hour by right by the water. Yep. And it was it was really beautiful without it being some overly extravagant affair.
1: And it's not a it, you weren't put in a reception hall. Right, you know those venues don't really exist up here. Yeah, and there are. I mean, I have one this summer coming up where the ceremony is on Chambers Island. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and and I don't think that you could get more unique.
1: No. Than that.
0: No. Especially in the Midwest. Exactly. So, yeah, that's cool. And uh, we we've done some work putting together the wedding guide and, and doing that kind of stuff. Aaliyah Kid done did a ton of work putting that together, and it's just it's this really cool showcase of all of the beautiful like scenic stuff that can happen up here during your wedding. Uh, and it, it's something that's kind of close to my heart because of, of my wedding. So I just wanted to pick your brain and, and see if it really is growing in the way that I perceive it as from the outside in.
1: I think five or six years ago, Dave Elliott came to me and said, I want to put together a wedding book. And I'm like, well, we, good luck with that. Really? And that
0: that quick of a turnaround?
1: I was probably six years ago that, hmm. he, you know, and and I just said, great, if you can do something, I'd be happy to, you know, be part of it and... I think Aaliyah has done an outstanding job on it. Dave was very kind and had me review it last year before I think it went to print. And I was beyond impressed. I think they've done a really, really nice job of it, of showcasing all different weddings from all over different places up here and what we have to offer from the you know very, very, very limited budget weddings to the high-end budgets. But I think that that is one of the best Wedding guides out of all the different ones I've ever seen in all different locations that I've ever seen printed.
0: I think that uh, you should have a sliding scale of like, well, do you want to get your wedding portraiture done in front of Al Johnson's or on top of Al Johnson's?
1: (laughs) Exactly. The two ends of the. That's a great way. Maybe that's how I should when I interview people. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh,
0: Because I just, I remember hearing about the the wedding photos that were done up on top of Al Johnson a couple of years ago. And I was like, that is such a cool. Idea. I saw like the, the drone shot that went right over top and was like, I, I've been up on the roof there a couple of times for film works, and it's a
1: cool perspective. It is. And it's
0: very weird seeing people staring at you from below. Though.
1: Yes, it is.
0: So, yeah, there, there, there's so many different unique opportunities up here and it's been really cool to learn more about and to to see them showcased in different ways.
1: We're blessed. And I can't say that enough. I don't, I I would never want to live anywhere else than where we're living and I'm raising Two sweet little girls too at the same time.
0: Is there anything else that's important before we kind of wrap up today that you want to share before we uh, say goodbye?
1: I just want to share that I think it's important for people to understand that we are capable of doing anything we put our mind to. The fact that I am not a runner and I've had a lot of people mention that to me and the fact that I know that I am capable of doing this. And if there's any other runners out there, walkers, Anyone that is interested in running for a cause, definitely reach out to The Pulse or for Jordan. Um, and if you're interested in running for the Sue Baldwin Fund, please reach out to me. and I'd love to add your name to the amazing group of people I have running with us now.
0: Carrie, thank you so much for coming in and and sharing the story and and what you're you're gearing up for. I wish you the best of luck preparing for the run. My My wife did a lot of running too before she got pregnant. and so I haven't been doing the running thing for like nine months, but I know that we're gonna kick it into gear again coming next year. So maybe I'll see you out on the out on the track.
1: You will. and congratulations and happy uh, diaper changing. Oh,
0: thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you again, Carrie, and uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon.
1: Okay, take care.
0: For more Door County news, interviews, and exclusive content, check us out at doorcountypulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse available every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast to get new episodes delivered straight to your device twice a week. Thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast.